Hey, welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagan. I am the owner of the show, the producer of the show, the creator, and I guess I am the one-man band of this show. And I love this show. I love reconnecting with uh, my old friends or my friends and just uh, hearing how they're repping, how they're repping life and what they're doing, what they're doing with the people around them, how they got from where I knew them to where they are today. And um, it's just fun. So today... I have a former player that I coached. His name is Chad Mustard, and I coached him at the Cleveland Browns. He just reminded me. It's like 18 years ago that that happened. That just blew my mind. But anyways, I can't wait for you to hear his story. So let's just go get another rep with Chad Mustard. Let's go. Hey, Chad, good morning, man. How awesome is this? You're in, where are you anyways? I'm in Gothenburg, Nebraska, a town of like 2,500 people. We're here for a golf tournament with my high school golf team. Middle America, man, literally in the middle of Nebraska. That is awesome. That is so, how many, how many, what's, is it boys and girls on your team or is it just? Uh, boys, we got uh, seven guys on the golf team is all. Um, you know, golf, golf is, uh, hasn't been super popular at our high school, but uh, I've kind of recruited some of my basketball <laughs> players to come play golf for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. You want to go golfing, so let's start a golf team. Exactly. <laughs> I get. I've gotten better at golf. I've practiced with the boys every day. It's. it's you got to have about getting... clubs, man. You're like six seven. <laughs> <laughs> I do custom clubs, extra long, two inches longer than than normal. So. Oh man! Hey, everybody, welcome. This is Chad Mustard. Chad played for me over at the Cleveland Browns a, a little while ago, and. Um, just love him and uh, we reconnected on Facebook and I asked him if he'd be willing to come on another rep and just share his story and now we're here and it's like I'm in Italy and it's like one o'clock in the afternoon and Chad's in Nebraska and it's like 5 30 or 6 o'clock in the morning so I just got my sleepy got my sleepy voice going I'm just appreciating you for doing this, man. Let's talk, let's tell everybody a little bit about your background and, and uh, where you grew up and, and just your athletic, you know, moves all the way to the NFL. How in the wide world of sports did you do that? So just share. All yeah, I grew up in Nebraska, a small town, went to a small Catholic high school, played three sports in high school, um, thought I wanted to be a Husker. I wanted to play football in Nebraska. Um, but uh, I just had a walk-on offer from them, and we didn't have a whole lot of money. So um, I had a bunch of basketball offers, and I decided to play basketball at the University of North Dakota. Awesome. How fun. Yeah. So they and gave I, you a full ride, scholarship, half ride, whatever? Yep, they gave me a full ride. Uh, um, got Found my way up there. It was kind of a crazy situation. But the current coach at Creighton University, Greg McDermott, actually played a big part in getting me up to North Dakota um, when he was in his first head job at a place called Wayne state in Nebraska. So okay. long story short, I turned Greg down to play for him because I thought I still wanted to be a Husker. And when um, that fell through, he, he kind of referred me up to North Dakota and that's how I got to North Dakota. Wow. How fun. So you yeah. played all four years up there. Basketball. Yep. I was lucky. Yep, lucky enough to be an All-American my senior year, and uh, the football coaches came sniffing around um, my junior year, 
and said, hey, you didn't redshirt. You've got some eligibility. Do you want to play football when you're done playing basketball? And I said, sure, that'd be awesome. <laughs> did you play high school football? I did. I did. Okay. Okay. And so, um, again, uh, football was definitely an avenue I considered out of high school, but uh, there was more scholarship money in basketball at the time and the level I was going to play. So um, it gave me a chance to get going. And, and in 2001, uh my last year of football at North Dakota, we were able to win the division two national championship. So oh, that's so fun. That is so fun. Yeah, it was great. Great so, run, great dudes, great coaches. It was awesome. Yeah. What was the biggest difference going from the basketball regimen routine to the football routine? It was almost like just relearning everything again. Like, you know, I'm sure if you talk to my coaches that first spring football, it was like I was just like a baby giraffe out there just stumbling around. How tall? How you were like six? You're like six, seven, aren't you? Yeah, six, seven. And I played basketball at about 240 pounds. Um, so I was a big enough guy to play tight end, but. Um, I started hanging out with the O-linemen and I gained, literally gained almost 50 pounds. <laughs> That's what I don't know if you remember. Hanging out with O-linemen, huh? I don't know if you remember, but when I was in Cleveland, with when, when we were working together, I was probably 280 pounds. Oh, yeah. You were big. You were a big dude. Yeah. yeah. Big blocking What are you weighing guy. now? What do you weigh now? Uh, 260. Too much is what I say. <laughs> too much. <laughs> uh but hey, yeah, you know, don't walk that, don't ride a cart, walk that course, and you'll you'll lose some weight, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna walk it today. Sexy. You don't look too well. Sexy. Thank you. You're always looking good. I know you're you're a disciplined dude, so I'm sure you're getting a workout in every day. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I'm I'm making sure I don't weigh two sixty. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so you started playing football, and yep. And then, um, so you played there one year, just that, that last year? I actually split my last year of eligibility into two. So I played two seasons, okay. took a spring off. So okay. I was on campus for literally five and a half years and then um, moved back to Omaha and wanted to keep playing football. So I, I, I played for a team called the Omaha Beef. I don't know if you remember that. but Yeah, I do. In, indoor football, 200 bucks a game. I remember you telling me that now. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, so I played one season of uh, indoor football for about 200 bucks a game. And and my teammates had a couple who had actually, you know, made NFL camps coming out of college and said, hey, man, you could play in the NFL. Oh, and wow. I was like, I was like, well, thank you, but I have no idea how I'd do that. So <laughs> um, I literally, this is, you know, 2002. Yeah. I took um, – I took a hundred bucks worth of VHS tapes, cut up a bunch of basketball and football film and sent it to every NFL team. And that's how I got in the NFL. Oh, that is so great. What a great story, man. You just, yeah. You, yeah. That's what you got to do. You got to be part of your own miracle, right? You got to make it happen. And yep. So I sent it to every team. I got a workout uh, in 2002 with Pittsburgh and about, uh, and I was out of shape. I was teaching, I was, I was working at a bar. I was a bouncer. I was doing everything, just trying to make ends meet yeah. in Omaha and wasn't in great shape. And um, Pittsburgh said, hey, here's our off-season manual. It's 14 weeks. Go do it, and then we'll send you to Europe. And um, started doing it. Six weeks later, Cleveland calls. Guy by the name of Yogi Jones. I don't know if you remember yeah. Yogi. Yeah. But uh, 
got me a workout in Cleveland and I signed the next week. And all of a sudden I ended up in your room. I think the old line coach had no patience for me. I was so raw. They're like, nah, I'm not doing this. And they sent me to you. And I, I, uh, I think they wanted to make me a lineman. I think they gave me number 68 or 69 when I first got there. <laughs> and you were thinking, no, it should be 86, not 68. Yes. It, yeah. you got to get the uniform guys straightened out. So that's how I got in the league. Oh, that is such a great story, man. That's a great story. So, and we had a good time there. And, it, and it's hard to stay in that league. It's very difficult. Oh, it is. Yeah. I was cut 13 times in six years. Yeah. Jeez Louise. That's but played over 50 games, so it was like I just kind of stuck with it, man. Every day, yeah. another opportunity. That resilience, man. Keep getting those reps, and you get better and better. Think about think about how you changed from the time you came in the league to the time you just said, okay, I'm done. Think of yeah. as a football player, as a man growing up, and, you know, just all those, those transitions and what you went through and all that. I mean, yeah, it was unreal. It was, I can tell everybody about that. Walking in that first door or getting that first book from the Steelers, you're like, what? Uh, and then as you go through it. Yeah, you, you know, I, yeah, I walked, I got home, I worked out every night uh, after school teaching and, and, um, and then you show up in Cleveland, you don't know anything. I'm just listening. To, I'm just doing whatever you're telling me to do. Yeah. And I, lucky enough, I had a guy like you as a coach because, you know, some, you know, some professional coaches, they're not, they don't have time to deal with guys who don't know what's going on. But you were willing to develop me and teach me and, yeah. and get me on the right path. So I appreciate that for sure. I love guys that have stories like you and, and just want it. Because some guys are spoiled. They're not from, you know, they're just different. And, and they don't have that burning burning desire deep down to play on 13 teams in six years or whatever you just said you know and uh it's just you just kept rolling you just kept rolling with the punches and you know what it does it made you it makes you a better coach tell tell everybody that story about um you became a basketball coach when you retired from the nfl right you went back in yep yep so i spent about five years teaching and coaching as an assistant uh-huh. And an uh, opportunity came up in a district that I live by um, to become the head boys basketball coach at Bellevue East High School. And um, when I took over, they had lost 45 games in a row. Wow. Two straight years of losing. They, and, um, and they made a coaching change. And for me, it was about all about providing opportunities for my kids. My, you know, yeah. running my program the way my college coaches ran our program and, and giving them another opportunity to get better every day, every day, every day. And over the last five years, we've won about 45 games. And so that's still, I mean, my career record's probably under 500, but you know what? I know I'm making a difference. I know I'm, I'm impacting these kids and we're getting better and I'm providing an opportunity for them to have success and learn the value of hard work. And we're just starting to get things rolling. We've got some great kids coming in this year. I got almost a whole new group. Um, And on this trip, I'm with one of my assistant coaches who helps me with golf and we're already game planning. How are we going to give these kids opportunities to, to get better? Yeah. Get those valuable reps, those intentional reps that, that, uh, that just change people, you know, they change who from where you start to where you go. That's what a coach does. He takes somebody from where they're at to where they dream about going, but they just don't know how to get there themselves. And that's what coaches do. 
So that to me is the value of another rep. And what, you know, let's talk about another rep. What does that mean? What does that, you know, does that even mean anything to you or what does it mean to you? And when you're talking to your players? No, absolutely. It's, it's that opportunity. It's, it's seizing the, seizing the chance to, to get better and to um, have that another rep to go one more time, to do it one more time, to get it right, to, um, to, to make it better, to make yourself better, to make your team better. It's huge for us um, because that one rep might be the rep that gets us over the hump, that, that uh, one play that we need to, to have success as a player, but as a team as well. So it's a big deal. Yeah, the um, you know what I think of like so you're you're playing basketball and then on to football at North Dakota, and I look at it as you can only get so much better based on the competition that you surround yourself with or you are surrounded with. So when you first walked into that NFL camp, you were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, six, whoa. six seven is not so." you know, it's not so special anymore. Used to be more right. special when I was at North Dakota, right? So yes. what do reps, what do reps mean there? Like when you're, when you're, well, every rep was a new learning experience, right? I've got to block a guy like Courtney Brown. Yeah. What? <laughs> At our thing. You better Google he was, he was these guys. Seven himself. <laughs> right? And his arms were probably a foot longer than mine. Which is was, crazy because yours are a, you're like a yeah <laughs> but yeah it's just it's just so important and you know we we do a lot again like I said with my high school kids to provide opportunities so every summer we take a big trip as a team you know we figure out we t- what 12 guys we can take you yeah. know we've been to Kansas been to northern Iowa been to Denver we're heading to Oklahoma uh, OU this summer so you're um, taking the basketball camp basketball camp and it's an opportunity to play against other teams to, but also get together and, you know, spend time together in the vans, in the hotels, uh, get to know each other, um, build that connection that it takes. It's, it's repetitions in that way too, because a team doesn't just become a team. They, they have to have a common goal and a common connection and common experiences before they can really be great. And so that's another rep for us as well. Why do you think that's true? Well, I just think, it, you know, to be successful in anything, it takes so much hard work. If you're not connected, if you're, if you're not putting that time in together, it's just so easy to kind of separate when you, um, when you hit the tough times or when you hit a tough spot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I say this all the time, culture beats strategy. We can have the best plays and all that stuff. We can even have the best players. But if we don't have a good culture, we have no chance. And that's, that's what this is, uh, you know, repping on and off the court, like you're saying. You got to get the reps on the court or you have no chance. But off the court, when you get that chemistry and that culture of those kids that are traveling or the players and the coaches are traveling together and living together and all that, that just changes the team. You know, because adversity, they overcome adversity, all those different things. It's, it's fun. Yeah. That's a lot. Of yeah, we, we are, we've got a couple of mantras in our basketball program, but it's, energy effort execution and those guys know that's kind of our culture like you're going to have good energy energy is just um what do you bring to the table are you positive are you impacting your teammates in a great way your effort is non-negotiable if you don't play hard it's never going to work 
Yeah. And, and execution is you got to know what you're doing. And so that's kind of our culture. And, and, you know, every team is different. Sometimes you have more buy-in than others and you have more success than other teams, but yeah. that's kind of what we build our, build our program around. So, and it's, it's great. I love it. Keeps me young. <laughs> and you know, I don't know whatever you're doing, but you don't look a single bit different than you did almost 20 years ago. Well, okay, maybe a little different. You got my we haircut got, now. We got matching hairdos, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that. But so just um, what what are you doing with your kids? How, how would it like if I were to talk to one of your players, what would he know about you and the standard that you set and the expectations that you set and all that. Like just if I randomly grab one of your kids and just say, Hey, let's go to lunch and just talk to him. What do you think he'd say? I say, what do you think about coach Mustard? What do you, what does he put in this program? Um, hopefully a lot of time and energy effort. Um, I, I hope he'd know that I cared about him. You know, I care about yeah. these kids a bunch. I don't have any sons. I got two young daughters, 11 years old, great little kids. They're growing up so fast, but they play basketball uh, uh, actually they ice skate. Okay. They're f- figure skaters and they do a great job. They skate two to three days a week and, Ooh. and, uh, it's awesome. They do some other things. They play some volleyball, but basketball is not one of those things they do. So, yeah. which is great. I just love them finding something they're passionate about and That's right. get extra reps, man. Another rep every day. <laughs> just keep repping it. Just keep repping it. Well, Hey man, I am so glad that I got a chance to catch up with you, wake you up in the morning in the middle of Nebraska. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's going to be a great day, man. Any day I get to hang out with you is a great day. Oh. I'm very excited. <laughs> You're crazy. I'm fired up. Yeah, that's good. I appreciate that. But, hey, you go ahead and make it a great day with your golf team. Do you get to play behind them? Or what do you Sometimes. do when they're golfing? What do you, what do you yeah. Do? We've got some young players. So they're we're all trying over to guide the course, them. right? Yeah, we, we're trying to guide them through the tournament. But some days me and my coach get to play. and My assistant coach, we – we get to play and, and hone our game as well. And some days we follow them around and just help them with the strategy. Like, Hey man, I wouldn't go there. I would probably go here sort of deal. <laughs> hey, you can tell get... that about golf all the time, but when I hit it, good luck. <laughs> going anywhere, right? It could go anywhere. Sometimes it even goes in the hole accidentally, but. Yeah, basketball is more intense. Golf is kind of our relaxed. We're just trying to help kids get better and and have some fun. So Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, great having you on. Let's catch up again and uh, have a great golf season and then get your basketball team ready to rock. Appreciate it, man. We'll we'll get some updates after we go to Oklahoma for sure. I'll I'll bug you again. (laughs) You have to call me out in Italy. I'll be here for about uh, another month. That's insane. Well, good luck with all your life events and and coach them up, man. Get another rep. That's right. I'll talk to you, Chad. Thanks. All right. Take care. Chad, thanks so much for coming on another rep. Love catching up with you and hearing your story and what you're doing with these young guys and growing them up to be young warriors, young men. Just love that. Love everything about that. So you just keep repping. You just keep repping. And we're going to keep repping here on this show. So... Uh, But today, if you like it, hit like, hit subscribe, and then I'm going to be talking to you later because I am out. Let's go!